Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Welcome to the show today. In fact, this show is taken directly from an article that's posted right now that you can dive into yourself and read it at thecollegeinvestor.com. It's called The Basic Tax Guide for MLPs. Let's dive right in. All right, so the first time I ever heard of MLPs was from my Uncle Jeff. All right, so imagine this enormous lumberjack with a Santa Claus beard and a penchant for stretching the truth. You got it? All right. (laughs) You know who's really getting rich up there in Williston? It ain't them truck drivers. It's them MLPs. They're earning all this money without paying any taxes on it. If I would have figured that out when I was your age, I'd be a rich man now. Crazy Uncle Jeff. Got that picture? Okay, so except, it actually turns out, he might not be as crazy as I thought. Master Limited Partnerships, MLPs, are legitimate investment vehicles. All right, so an MLP is a publicly traded investment that is taxed like a limited partnership, but can be bought and sold. MLP investment opportunities tend to be in the energy sector because 90% of the income generated by an MLP must come from exploration, mining, extraction, refining of oil and gas, and the transportation of alternative fuels like biodiesel. Because MLPs are taxed as limited partnerships, they offer some incredible benefits. They allow investors to defer income, or pay less now, and they're liquid investments. But... MLP investors pay a high price at tax time, that's for sure. MLPs give their investors K-1 forms. And these are notoriously complex forms that require careful accounting, not to mention they don't typically get mailed out until March. (laughs) That said, this podcast is not designed to replace an accountant. MLP investors should probably hire one of those. Instead, today we explain why MLPs are taxed as they are, so investors don't get blindsided with the tax implications. All right, let's talk about flow-through accounting, a collection of business owners. Master limited partnerships are, as the name implies, partnerships. MLP investors are treated like business owners rather than traditional investors. Interesting. So that means that MLP's taxes flow through to the investor or partner. You might own, say, 100 shares of XYZ Pipeline, but in the eyes of the IRS, you are a business owner of X percent of the pipeline. The K-1 statement will even show you what percentage partner you are. Any income, losses, expenses, depreciation, all of that that the business incurs flow through to the limited partners or the investors. The IRS doesn't look at all the partners together, no, 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 like it does with a corporation, It sees all the partners as individual companies. The most important thing to understand about flow-through accounting is that investors owe taxes on their share of the profits of the company. This is true even if the company doesn't issue a dividend or return capital to the investors. An even more important note is this. As a result, you could even owe taxes in different states based on where the business is operating. Once again, Check with an accountant for details. Let's take a look at tax basis. Since the IRS treats each partner as his or her own business owner, each partner must know their cost basis. 
That way, when they sell, the IRS can fairly assess capital gains or losses. So your tax basis increases in the following circumstances. Profits are reinvested into the company. The company takes on more debt to invest. You put more money into the investment. Your basis decreases in the following circumstances. Company has a loss. Company pays off their debt. You take money out of the investment. If you're used to buying and selling stocks, this seems incredibly complex. That's because it is very complex. But you can't really compare this to buying and selling stocks. Remember, investors are business partners, and this is how businesses are taxed. So you're really buying and selling a business. Now we take a look at return of capital. So MLPs don't issue dividends. No, instead, they actually, the checks you get may be considered a return of capital. So when you receive a return of capital, your basis in the, invest, in the investment goes down. Today, that's awesome. You don't even have to pay any taxes on that. But down the road, that free money does come back to bite you. A decreased basis likely means that the IRS perceives that you've had higher capital gains than you actually did. Huh? Let's look at a quick example. Say you buy 100K in XYZ Pipeline MLP. Over the course of the next three years, XYZ Pipeline MLP sends you $15,000 in return of capital checks. You get to enjoy those checks without any taxes. Woohoo! Sign me up! But then, you sell your position for $110K. $110,000 sale price minus $100,000 or on your basis is $10,000 in profit. You're going to have to pay taxes on $10K, right? No. The $15K in return of capital reduced your tax basis from $100,000 to $85,000. $110,000 sale price minus $85K, your basis, your new basis, I should say, equals $25,000 in profit. Which begs the question, what happens if you hold on to an MLP for a very long time? The MLP can theoretically return all your capital, which leaves you with a zero basis. If you sell, the IRS sees the sale as pure profit. At that point, any profits you receive are also fully taxable as ordinary income. Ugh! Of course, most MLPs continue to add new projects and new debt, so a zero basis is actually pretty unlikely. Depreciation transforms into ordinary income. So how is that profit going to be taxed, you might ask? And it's a great question. Most people jump to the conclusion that it will be at the capital gains rate. After all, that's how real estate is taxed, right? But with MLPs, it's a little more complicated than that. Leave it to the IRS to complicate things, am I right? MLPs can depreciate their assets. This shelters some of their profits from income taxes. But when you sell, the IRS transforms the, that, that depreciation into an unfavorably taxed ordinary income. Let's take a look at another example to clear this thing up a little bit. So here are the facts. You purchased $100,000 from XYZ Pipeline MLP. You received 15K in return of capital. XYZ depreciated 10K of your share of capital. You sell it for 110,000. So in this scenario, this is how you're going to be taxed. 110K sales price minus 100K original basis minus 15K, which is the return of capital, equals $25,000 of profit. All right, we got that. So the 25K in profit is then split into two buckets. Ordinary income 
and capital gains. Depreciation transforms into ordinary income when you sell. In this case, you had 10K in depreciation over the life of your investment, so the IRS taxes you at 10K of ordinary income. Huh? 25K in profit less 10K in ordinary income is 15,000 in capital gains. Ugh. Restrictive loss rules. Let's dive into this for a second. So if you're used to the capital gains and loss rules associated with stocks and bonds, then the loss rules surrounding MLPs feel just a bit restrictive. When selling stocks or bonds, you can harvest losses. We have podcasts on tax loss harvesting and tons of articles at thecollegeinvestor.com, by the way. And that is offset gains with losses. You can even carry losses forward to future years if you have more than 3,000 in passive losses in a given year. Very cool. But this is just not the case with MLPs. You cannot use a loss until your MLP shows a gain for the year or until you divest. If so, if your investment loses money this year, you're not going to see any tax benefit until sometime in the future. It's not a tax-free investment. MLPs do have multiple tax advantages, but you do have to pay taxes. The gravy train stops when you run out of capital to return or when you sell. Keep some of the cash on hand for the inevitable taxable event because it's going to be pretty big. If you understand the investment and the taxes, an MLP could be an appropriate investment for you. And a very lucrative one, I might add. Crazy Uncle Jeff would be proud. And that is our show for today. I hope it kind of cleared some things up about MLPs. If you want to dive in more, please do so at thecollegeinvestor.com. Just search for Tax Guide MLPs. You'll find this article and tons more. Also, follow us if you have any questions, you want to find out some more about some stuff, and we'd love to get to know you anyway and help you along in your journey. You can find us at The College Investor. Just search for us anywhere on social media and you'll find us. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we will talk to you again real soon.